Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. All right, welcome back to episode 146 of Two Drunk Fathers in a Podcast, presented by the Belly Up Sports Podcast Network. It is the week uh, of Christmas week, I guess. Christmas is on Saturday. Uh, so for those of you who listen to us, Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. This will be our last episode of 2021. We're taking off next week, as we always do. Uh, we'll be back to you at 2022 talking about our normal shit. Um Oh no, there might not be sports anymore. Yeah, we'll seems like everything's whole, getting canceled. We'll see this whole Omarion variant does. Um, I know Adam Silver came out today and said that he's not canceling shit. Uh, I don't think the NFL will. There's too much money to be lost. NHL is just because they play in Canada, and you know everything in Canada is basically like Nazi Germany right now. So um, they're just pussies. Yeah. Uh, we should the NHL. It's the National Hockey League, not the International Hockey League. Uh, I know can, Canadians are like the hockey folk, but anyway. Uh, so yeah, last episode of 2021. We are going to keep it pretty light, pretty pretty simple, pretty easy. Definitely wanted to kick off the episode because I know we always do this before uh, our last episode of the year. We talk about the NFL, the playoff picture, and like you know, see if there's any futures out there or odds to an MVP rookie of the year. Because as of right now, we got three weeks left. Uh, when we come back, we'll be talking uh, after post week 17 before week 18. So that by then you should know the, the MVP picture or the MVP race should be pretty much locked up. So the playoff race really in both conferences is, is pretty, pretty wild right now. So um, I'm, the Seahawks are about to get eliminated by the Rams with a loss tonight. They're going to be officially. Will eliminated. they be officially eliminated? They'll be officially eliminated with with a loss tonight. Yeah, they they had to win out and they needed some help, um, so they'll be officially done. But uh, Russell Wilson's first year of being under five hundred. Is that is that correct? Yes. Yes, he'll. Yep. Well, he can still theoretically finish. Above 500. They'll be five and nine after tonight. No, no, no. No, they can't. Yeah, no, they so can't. they can't. Last thing they can be is eight and nine. So, so they'll be eliminated. And uh, yeah, so somehow, well, maybe not because the Panthers are still been eliminated and they're five and nine right now. But I mean, because I think it's because they can till, still technically, no, they can't still win the division. I don't know. Regardless of the fact, it's a pretty narrow race in the NFC, though, I would say. Yeah, I mean, I I think Atlanta's done. I think Washington losing tonight. They're I done. I think the I think the Eagles are done. After tonight, I mean, you got you you looking you look at oh, no, so no, right no, now, sorry, sorry, teams. sorry. Washington, yeah, the, you, yeah, that's why I said Washington's done. You look at the NFC right now. The Packers have the one seed, eleven and three. They already clinched their division. Uh, Dallas is the two seed at ten and four. Tampa Bay is the three seed at ten and four. Both those guys, both those teams, are running their division. Arizona's at ten and four. I think if the by Ram, by the Rams winning tonight, do they jump the Cardinals for the NFC West? Because they'll both be ten and four. Uh, I don't know. They split with them. I don't know what the tiebreaker would go to. It would go to to divisional record, which the divisional Cardinals are, yeah, like win percentage. So the Cardinals, the only their only divisional loss right now is to the Rams. So they're they're three and one yes, in the division. So it's still going to stay with the Cardinals. So the Cardinals will still keep that four spot for now. They still have the NFC West. Not for long. The Rams will be fifth seed at ten and four. The Niners, hotter, one of the hottest teams in football at eight and six, have the have the sixth seed. And the Vikings are uh, seven seed at seven and seven. But right down there next are the Saints at seven and seven. <sighs> 
It'll now be the the Philadelphia Eagles at seven and seven, and then you'll I have think- three six. You have three six and eight teams. Let me finish up. Three six and eight teams: Washington, Atlanta, and uh, that's it. Two six and eight teams. So Washington, Atlanta, I think are still theoretically in it, but tough sledding for them. After this week, I don't think Washington is. They play the Cowboys uh, next, and I think that'll pretty much just kind of that'll wrap it, it up. Who who does who does Atlanta play next week? I think they play the Bills. No, they Atlanta don't. goes. To, they play the Lions and then the Bills. So they're they're so they're done too. They'll be done too after that. Um, the Eagles play the Giants, Washington again, and then I think the Cowboys ruin their season the last game of the year. Well, if 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 they beat you say the Lions and then the uh, the Giants, Giants and then the, and the Eagles again. Who made who made their schedule? That's four NFC East games in the year. That's really or Giants and then the Washington Football Team. Yeah, I don't know. No, that's, that's four NFC. That's four. That's four division games in the year. So if they if they can win these next two, you know uh, that would put them. To, but again, that Washington game is not guaranteed. They'll have Taylor Heineke back probably. They'll have a lot of their quarterback, and it's in Washington, right? Yeah, I think they're just going to beat each other up. I, I don't think. I think everyone. I think it's only a race between. Uh, the Saints and the Vikings. I would I would say the Saints and the Vikings there at the end, which the Saints have a pretty easy schedule. Uh they play the Dolphins, the Panthers, and the Falcons. Yeah. So even theoretically if they, lose that they Dolph- could win out. Yeah, theoretically. Dolphins are playing good football right now, so even if they lose to the Dolphins, those last two games are pretty easy. Who the Vikings, they probably have the Packers. The Vikings have the Rams, Packers, Bears. I don't think they're yeah, gonna so make yeah. It. So yeah, I, I I'm gonna go ahead and say right now that NFC is gonna be the Saints. The Saints will get that seventh seed. I don't think the Niners have any jeopardy of losing that sixth seed at all. I think the Niners are are, are gonna make. The I playoffs. think I think it's going to come down to a divisional race: Niners Rams in Week 18. Ooh, so you think the Cardinals are gonna bump all, all the way down to six? Yeah, Cardinals suck. Kyler Murray's trash. They play the Colts, the Cowboys, and the Seahawks. <clears throat> so to they can finish be out. The, they could be going to that Seahawks game ten, 10 and six. Yeah, and then the Rams play the Vikings, the Ravens, and then the Niners. So you think that Niners and then who do the Niners have then? The Niners have the Titans, the Texans, and the Rams. So those are they I, the the Niners might finish. They'll be ten and six going into that game, I believe too. So you think the Niners will be ten and six going into that Rams game, and the Rams will be eleven and eleven and uh, four, right? Eleven and so the, they're already ten and they're already ten and four. So they'll be twelve and four. So there's no way the Niners could could win the division then, unless the Rams drop one of the Ravens. So we we think the Rams are going to end up taking the NFC West. I think everything else is kind of going to remain the same. I don't see anyone surpassing the Packers for 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 the one seed. As far as yeah, I don't either. I, I don't either. But as far as contenders in the NFC right now, I think Dallas is number wide one open. for me. It's I think it's wide open. I think the Niners are a dangerous team too. To be honest with you, like they. I'm really saying are. like Super Bowl contenders. I I I don't think the Niners are a Super Bowl contender by any means. Um, I I think that Dallas is the best team that's going to come out of the NFC. Yeah. Yeah, I mean Dallas, Dallas or Green Bay, just because Green. Bay I don't think Green Bay. Rivers. Green Bay's secondary is fucking horrendous. They're terrible. Um, the Rams, to me, like they can't like the their last like five weeks they haven't put a full game together. Like it's either one one part of the team shows up and the other part doesn't. Cardinals are falling at the right time. The Buccaneers have literally lost everybody. Everybody's like Chris hey, Godwin, like- Leonard Leonard Fournette, Mike Evans. Their whole secondary gone. Le, uh, Le'Veon Bell to the Bucks. They signed him. I don't know if you saw that. Uh, I'm sure they won't use him enough. But either way, yeah, I mean, the Bucks they look horrible. I mean, you saw Brady, even even with without his receivers on uh, Sunday night, his balls weren't even going anywhere near the no. fucking the receivers. So, so we're saying they're right in a bad now, we spot. Think we, we think the Saints get that seven seed. Pretty much everything else, one, like, uh, three through six might change right now in the NFC, but we think the Saints will end up getting that seven seed. Now, if you go over to the AFC, that is a as a conference that's a lot more jam packed. 
I think it's more jam-packed, but I don't think a lot's going to happen. I really don't, unfortunately. I don't know. So, I mean, if you look at it right now, you have between number the number five seed, which is the first wild card spot, which is in Indianapolis Colts at eight and six, all the way down to the 13 seed, which is the Denver Broncos at seven and seven. One game literally separates the 13 seed from the five seed. So there's a vast majority. So the teams right there vying for it. And I, and you got look at the AFC North. Like the AFC North winner right now is eight and six. So I mean that's tough because the Bengals, Ravens, Steelers, and Browns are all within a half game of each other or a, a, a game of each other. Yeah, uh, we I mean, we can go we can go down the list here. We'll start with the Colts this time. Uh, I think the Colts are in. They'll they play a falling Cardinals team. Which if the Cardinals can get a win there, that would be great. Uh, yeah. For a lot of teams, not even just gonna. I'm not gonna be too biased with the Dolphins, but that'd be great for a lot of teams. But then they have two pretty easy wins in the Raiders and Jags. The Raiders could 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 be a sleeper game there. I think the Jags. Um, Jags are not. No, Jags are not. Jags <laughs> are terrible. Uh, that that's a win. Um, so if the Colts, if the Cardinals somehow find their mojo this week and get it back, because that game's in Arizona, right? I think that uh, it is, yes. I think the Colts only lose one more, though. Probably. They'll they'll, they'll probably probably finish uh, 10-7, I would say. 10-7, they'll make the playoffs at that, more than likely. Yeah, and they really can't win the division, even if them and the Titans tie, because the Titans have beat them twice. I I think the Titans have to lose two of their last three, and the Colts have to uh, win out for them to win the division. Because if the Titans lose two of their last three, they'd finish ten and ten and seven, and the Colts, if they won out, they would finish eleven and six. Yeah. So, so, but Which they really screwed the Titans this past weekend because they could have they would have had to lose out, and the Colts would have had to win out. I think. Yeah. Would have done it. Uh, so Colts, we think they're in the Chargers. I think do have a lot tougher schedule than what people think. They have the. Not really. Texan at Texans, then Broncos at home, and then at Raiders. I think that should be three wins. Yeah, it just depends on if the Broncos can turn things around with because it looks like Drew Locke is going to be the quarterback the rest of the way. We Let's love go, baby. The, uh, we stand a Drew Locke. Um, <laughs> we Denver could get some could, could get some big wins for the not again. I'm going to be a little biased here. But Denver could get some big wins for the Dolphins down the stretch. Uh, but I loved, I loved it too. Total side note, but listen to part of my take, and they were talking about how the difference between uh, the Teddy Bridgewater and Drew Locke playing quarterback for that team are just insane. It's like Teddy Bridgewater is just like never wants to do anything dangerous with the ball, very careful with it, methodically moves the ball down the field, and Drew Locke's like, fuck it, let's go. Yeah, dude, it's just, on the field. Not or turning it over. That's what I'm saying. Like I, like, so Travis and I had a pretty big. The Bengals. We had Bengals on our Sunday slate. Uh, I had them spread in money line, so I was pretty invested in that game in the afternoon slate. So I had it up on my big TV. I had the Packers on the side TV. But I texted Travis. I was like, "Dude, is every single Broncos game like this? Because if I had to watch it's the so Broncos, every, if I had to watch the Broncos every single week, I literally think I'd kill myself. Like that. Like it was so." It was so terrible. Like those games are so boring to watch. Like they are boring. And I mean, Drew Locke comes in and like, what does he have to lose? Like, yeah, it was he had to lose nothing. And people could blame that game on him. Whatever he came in, threw a touchdown pass, pretty good one at that. And then like, yeah, he's gonna turn the ball over because he wants to move the ball downfield. Teddy Bridgewater, you're gonna have eight punts in the game, and he's just gonna. Yeah, I would. I'm gonna go venture out to say, if Drew doesn't come into that game, the Bengals win that game ten to three. Probably so. Ball because because then because then Joe Burrow wouldn't have been forced to throw the ball down the field to T Higgins for that for that big long touchdown where the fucker was. Yeah, um, and it would have been it would, it would have been ten to three. Like without Drew Lock coming the game, it would have been ten to three. I concur. Uh, I would say though, at most the Chargers might lose one. So then you're looking at let's just say they lose one of these next three and drop it. Just have a kind of shitter game. Uh, you're looking at another ten and seventeen. I think I think it's hard to look at that because like there's so many dynamics in the AFC like the Pats and and the Bills like that's a big dynamic there. Uh, the AFC North's a big dynamic. Like the Bengals may not have that four seed come come the end of the year. 
They may not be in the playoffs. The Bengals have a tough schedule. They have Ravens, Chiefs, Browns next. Not easy. And the so, Browns will have everybody back. Not tough. Um, well, I mean, we'll see what happens. I, I, I don't even want to predict this. Uh, right now, all I know is that me and Jared need a lot for our Miami Dolphins to make the playoffs. Actually, so for the Miami Dolphins to make the playoffs, they have to win out. <laughs> and then, listen, no, seriously, I figured it out. They have to win out, which, I mean, we, we're probably going to do that anyway. Nine and eight, it's, it's a lot ha- lots happened at nine and eight. Beat the Saints, beat the Titans, go into week 18, and we got to hope that the Bills beat the Pats this week. The Bills beat the Pats, the Bills will be in the driver's seat for the uh, AFC East. And then we play the, if we play the Pats week 18 – and we're both nine and seven going into that game. It's basically a winner take all scenario. I mean, could the the Dolphins could still theoretically win the division? No, because the Bills are look at the Bills schedule, and we lost. Hey, the they Jets. could if they lost to the Falcons and Jets. Yeah, <laughs> I'm saying theoretically they could. No, yeah, I mean no, they theoretically could. Yes, absolutely, theoretically. The Bills lost to the Jaguars. Everyone, everyone seems seems to forget that. And yeah, the Jets, so the, Dolphins. the Jets have not looked bad in the last couple of weeks. They really have. The not. Jaguars' two wins are against the Dolphins and the Bills. Lucky Land Casino asking people, "What's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky?" Lucky in line at the deli, I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Ready. ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is, so they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. That is so sad. That is so sad. Have Have they put the pats yet? Uh, I believe so. No, they play them uh, the watch, of January. Watch, watch them sweep the AFC There's, East. I don't know if they've played the Jets yet either. Uh, nope, they play no, them they this play, week. Watch them sweep the AFC East, bro. That'd be fucking embarrassing. But <laughs> I, I mean, that would be. That'd be horrible. But at the same time, it's like there's so many bad losses out there. I know you could say this for every team, but. Going back and seeing the Dolphins lose back-to-back games to the Jaguars and the Falcons by a total of five points is just heartbreaking mm. for a team. That, Ra- that Raiders game. Yeah, you could say that about a lot. But the divisions, I guess the, even the division, yeah, the divisions are wide open, playoff race is wide open. Uh, when we come back, our first episode of the new year, we'll be heading into the final week of football, so it'll be fun. Yeah. Maybe we'll, we'll have a little uh, bit of craziness. The AFC, like, okay, so so go go ahead and throw out your prediction right now. Who's gonna make who's gonna make the AFC? How how's it gonna pan out? I don't know, because this fucking ESPN that is ass. Uh obviously I think it's gonna be Chiefs, uh Pats, Titans, Colts. Those are my first four. So you think um, wait. Wait, the I'm, 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 they're not the four seed. I'm not going seeding. I'm just going teams, right? That's what you wanted. No, so you, you think you think you you think the Pats are going to win the AFC East? I think no, I don't actually. Uh, it depends what happens this weekend. It really depends. No, it really does. If, if the Pats beat the they Bills, win this I mean, weekend, that's, that's they win the up. division. Yeah, I don't, so, I don't, I don't, I don't think the Pats beat the Bills twice. I'm gonna say that right now. I really don't. I don't know. We'll see. They know the game plan to beat them. Yeah, uh, the fucking ball. Kansas City's got the one seed. It, it's it's theirs to lose. Uh, I think the two seed is going to be whoever wins the AFC East, whether it's the Pats or the Bills. 
that three seed's going to be whoever wins AFC South. I think it should be the Titans. Whether it's, if whether not, it's I'm going to be pissed Colts. and lose a lot of money. Yeah, so it should be the Titans. Uh, Titans or Colts, that three seed. That four seed's going to be whoever obviously wins AFC North. I think it's honestly going to end up being the Browns. Call me crazy. Call me crazy. The Browns showed a lot of heart uh, last night with their basically their third stringers in there. I think they can end up pulling it out. If not, I think they're going to prob- win that division at nine and seven. Someone's going to win that division. This first one will be nine and seven, be nine and eight. Uh, someone's. I'm, I'm sorry. Mark my mark my words. The winner of the AFC North will be nine and eight. I promise it. Promise you. Look at look at all three of those team schedules. They're going to beat the shit out of each other. Look at look at the Bengals. You already said the Bengals was uh, Ravens, Chiefs, Browns. Okay. Well, Chiefs is a loss. If it ends up being a I mean all the all the Browns have to do is is beat the uh Steelers and Bengals, I think, and they, they win the division. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. Like that division's wide open. The Ravens are done. Sick of forking them. So uh, they well, I don't know. If they lose this weekend, then they're definitely done. All right, so who's the Bengals this weekend? So who do you think? So basically, you think you think the playoffs are going to stand as pat? It's just whether it's going to be the 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 Patriots. Well, the AFC North can obviously change with at that four seed, but basically, you're saying that seven seed is either going to be the Bills or or the Pats. Yeah, I do. I think it's going to stay the same. Unfortunately, I don't think we're going to have anything crazy happening. I think it's going to stay the same. It's just going to be. Uh, seating is mixed around. Yeah, we shall see. I'm trying to plug in my head. I know that was kind of confusing for you guys that aren't looking at the standings, but uh, yeah, yeah. So let's let's talk about some some end of the year awards. There's a lot of controversy going around about uh you know MVP, Rookie of the Year, Defensive Player of the Year, uh, things like that. So let's cook it off. Let's go with uh, NFL rookie of the year, offensive rookie of the year candidates, and we can talk about them. The top five right now in terms of uh, betting value, Mac Jones. This blows my mind. Is minus four fifty. Why is he? Chase, why, is, why is he such a big favorite? I I don't know. I really have no idea, uh, but he's minus four fifty. Um, Jamar Chase is plus 325. Najee Harris is plus uh, 10,000. Jalen Waddles plus 5,750. And Javante Williams is plus 10,000. I think Javante Williams is, is a silly. He shouldn't yeah, be on there. Very, very silly. Um, I think it should be Jamar Chase over Mac Jones, but. I mean, everyone, I, this is going to, I'm not, I, I don't even want to talk about this because. This is just going to piss me off, but I think it should be. I mean, Jalen Waddle's probably literally going to break. If it didn't, wasn't on that fake ass fucking COVID list last week, he's probably going to break the uh, the rookie receiving record. So I mean, Mac Jones has eighteen touchdowns and ten picks. Yeah, that's it's. They're gonna. Everyone's gonna be like, "Oh, but he's on this playoff caliber." I don't. I don't give a shit. I do not. His give QBR a- is fifty two. Fucking stupid, dude. That's stupid. Great. No. So, um, I mean, I don't think it should be Mac Jones. I don't know why the odds are so heavily in their favor, but I don't understand it at the same time. It's minus 450 for Mac Jones for rookie of the year. That's what, yeah, that's what this says. I would almost put out a flyer on Jalen Waddle or, um, Jamar Jamar Chase. Yeah, I would agree. Uh, you gonna go to MVP? Yeah, MVP odds again, silly. Tom Brady minus one sixty five. Uh, Aaron Rodgers plus five hundred. Patrick Mahomes and Dak are plus thirteen hundred, and Kyler Murray's plus twelve fifty. So I where's, where's Jonathan Taylor? Uh, he is probably in the top ten. He's not in the top five. Let's see here. He is plus twenty-two fifty. What? Yeah, he is. Uh, when when when, when, when are these numbers updated? 
uh, last week because this week technically still hasn't finished. Ah, it's not gonna, a lot of people and everyone's agrees. Like Jonathan Dillard should be MVP candidate. No, he should. He should. It, it's gonna be. It's gonna go to a quarterback. It always does. It's a quarterback award. The matters. If you're talking about MVP and you're talking about Jonathan Taylor, what about Cooper Cup? I mean, yeah. Why not no, seriously? Yeah. Why not? Why not <laughs> Cooper Cup? Um, but then you. My thing is, you look at like Derrick Henry in those in those years he had, and he didn't win MVP. And Jonathan Taylor is probably not going to come close to what he did down there. And everyone's uh, argument was like, well, yeah, but the quarterbacks he was going up against those years were had record breaking years. One was. You know, Patrick Mahomes, another one was uh, Drew Brees, I think. Uh, but in, in, in my opinion right now, I, I think it should be Aaron Rodgers. I think he's playing the best football. I think if you take Aaron Rodgers, again, most valuable player award. This is where I think if you take Jonathan Taylor off the Colts, are the Colts any good? Mm, probably not. Yeah. If you take Tom Brady, I mean, off you could do Bucks. that about a lot of people. Tom Brady off the Bucks, I mean, they're still probably decent. Yeah, if you took you Dak take Patrick off the Mahomes Cowboys. off the Chiefs, though, yeah, he saved them a lot this year. <laughs> they're probably pretty trash. Cow- Dak, Dak. With I know the he's having. I know Patrick Holmes is still statistically like having one of his worst years, but they're still doing pretty well. Dak yeah, with I mean, the Cowboys, yeah, is another one. Uh, but I think a lot of them's their defense. If you yeah. take Aaron Rodgers off the Packers, they're terrible. Oh yeah, they're horrible. They're going to be yeah. dog, dog shit next year. We saw that that one week when they had to play Jordan Love. Yeah, so QB. that to me solidifies was it plus five hundred for Aaron Rodgers? Um, yeah, they're not completely updated because I'm on DraftKings and I see different Rookie of the Year specials right now uh, that are a little bit higher, but uh, yeah. It is plus five hundred. So I bet it's probably closer to like two fifty now. I'd almost be willing to put a unit or two on that. To be honest with you, right now, three weeks left. Yeah, especially in the in. Well, I don't know because they clinched the playoffs. I don't know if he's going to keep his foot on the. They have, but they have they haven't clinched the first round by yet. And That's they, true. That is, and true. they probably and they probably won't till week eighteen. Because look at all yeah. they're literally going to have four ten and four teams behind them. That's true. I can agree. Uh, up, sorry, updated offensive rookie of the year odds. Mac Jones is now minus seven hundred on DraftKings. Get the fuck out of here, the dude. He had a game where he threw three. That pisses me off. I I I, I want to punch him in the face so bad. It's not even funny. <laughs> I hate so that guy. Let's, let's move on to defensive. Uh, Defensive rookie, rookie, defensive rookie, and defensive player of the year. Yeah. So defensive rookie of the year is not even a close race. You would get zero value if you're betting on it. Micah Parsons is minus ten thousand. Oh, I forgot he's and a rookie. Patrick Sertan, Patrick's plus eight hundred. So yeah, don't even bet on that because it's, because it's going to be Micah Parsons. Uh, I forgot yeah. he was a rookie, which is insane. Micah Parsons might even win defensive player of the year. So. On to defensive player of the year. And again, these are last week's stats, last week's odds. I'm on the first thing that came up, and I've always used it sports betting dime. So if you want to look at it, go check it out there. Defensive player of the year, uh, Miles Garrett is plus 275. Which he's had then, a good year. Uh, yes. Then it is TJ Watt at plus 350. Then Micah Parsons at plus 375. Then Aaron Donald, then Trayvon Diggs. Trayvon Diggs is at plus 1,300. So I don't think Aaron Donald wins it this year. He really hasn't, ha- hasn't had that great statistically of a year. Um, TJ Watt, if he would have played a full year, he probably would have got it, but I know he missed some games. Um, so I'm honestly going to be inclined to say right now you either want to take Miles Garrett. I would put a full, I would put a unit right now out on Miles Garrett and on Michael Parsons. You think he would win both? You think they'd give him rookie and just regular defensive player of the year? I don't think the kids. So. In, the kid. The kid's insane. I mean, he's literally like absolutely animal. And New York Giants. New York Giants fans are kicking themselves in the ass because they could have had him. 
Yeah, well, that's the Giants for you. <laughs> I don't think I, I think it's going to go to Miles Garrett, TJ Watt, two guys that are, are deserving of it and have gotten robbed over the last couple of years with Aaron Donald being there. Yeah, I, I, I would I would like to see TJ Watt win it to be honest with you because I would like to see Miles Garrett win it because he's been bananas. Yeah. So I mean it it sucks to pick the favorites there. I, I don't I don't agree with the offensive rookie of the year one. I don't agree with those odds. Yeah, I, really I don't, don't either. I do not either, but you know, it is what it is. Can't change it. Let's uh let's do a let's do a different one. Let's do odds on coach of the year. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna guess. Let me let me let me guess the favorite. Is the favorite Bill Belichick? Unfucking fortunately. Yep. Plus one hundred five. Zero. And, oh, okay. Zero favorite, bit of favorite, value there. Second favorite is going to be. Oh, is it going to be Matt Lafleur? <laughs> he's third. Second's Cliff Kingsbury. Yeah, he, probably he, not he, now after this. Yeah, week. he's gonna he's gonna he's gonna drop. He was it's probably flip flopped. I bet these odds are even flip flopped. Last week it was plus five hundred for Cliff Kingsbury and Matt Lafleur. Floor was plus eight fifty, which he's probably closer to like plus four hundred now. Call me crazy. After so I I, I I got a guy in mind that if the Dolphins gonna make where's where's Flores at right now? Not in the top ten, which. Deservedly so. Yeah. He is uh this doesn't give me a buy. Oh, so he is 14, 13 or 14 at plus five thousand seven fifty, which there's no chance he wins it. Yeah. What about uh okay, Frank Reich for the Colts? That's honestly he was in the top ten. I think he's like closer to like sixth or seventh. He is plus twenty seven fifty. Zach Taylor. Zach Taylor was – he's not on the top 16. Wow. Wow. I could have swore I saw him on the top 10. Am I missing something here? Yeah, yeah, he is. Sorry. He's in the top 10. He's like five or six. He's plus 1,900. So if I had to pick three that I think, honestly, my like Bill Bell, if the Patriots – if they end up pulling it out and winning the AFC East – He's probably eschewing a lock for, for coach of the year just because taking a rookie quarterback to win a division, I can't tell you the last time it's probably happened. I also like if the Colts end up making the playoffs and even winning the division, like Frank Reich, if the Bengals win the division too, I like Zach Taylor to win it. Those are my I got it. I would say, honestly, and I hate it because I'm not rooting for the Bengals really. I say if the Bengals win the division, it should be Zach Taylor hands down. Yeah, I think so too. You're gonna take you're gonna take that team who was They're, one of the worst, maybe bottom five last year. Yeah, yeah, they're different bottom five. They're over under on their Vegas wins was five, five and a half. So yeah, they hit that like two weeks ago. So yeah, yeah, I think uh, I think it'd be him. I thought it'd be fun to do that one. Um, it, that, that, talk, that was a fun one. Let's talk a little bit about um, some of the games on this week. What was the game? Was that first of all that Chargers Chief game all time classic? That was that was a great game on Thursday night. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky. Lucky in line at the deli, I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Ready. Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is, so they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. Yeah, that was an incredible game. The Chargers... I think that right there just goes to show that Brandon Staley should deserve loser of the year. Award. Can we talk about analytics Stupid. for a second? The the analytics crowd. Um, I understand like using analytics because it's it it is it has a place 
in the game of football, just like it has, and, you know, because baseball's been the ba- game of baseball, thanks to Billy Bean for 20 plus years now. But John Harbaugh has now cost the Ravens potential. At least I would I would venture out to say at least one win in the last two weeks. Are you going to win both those games in overtime? Probably not. I think you at least win one of them. I think they would have beat the Packers uh, this weekend if they would have kicked the extra point and gone to overtime. They had literally had all the momentum. Packers didn't move the ball at all. That the analytics thing about going for it in fourth and uh, Brandon Staley did the same shit with the Chargers on Thursday night. I think at some point you got to take the points when when the points are given to Dude, you. I'm so over analytics. Like we've seen it just destroy teams and do an absolute more more harm than good this year. Uh, not even just inside NFL and college football. You know we saw it uh, today with with Kent State a little bit. I mean, it's just like if you're if you're down or if you're not up by like two scores, or if you're in a position where if you kick a field goal and it can like make it a better game, I think you just got to kick the field goal. Like, unless it's like fourth and one, if you're anything more than that, then I would kick a field goal. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I agree. And it's uh, so it's so bad. Like I know kickers are so untrustworthy, but you just got to try and take the point, especially if you're John Harbaugh and you have the best kicker ever. I mean, at some point, that's probably going to get get on um, Justin Justin Tucker's nerves a little bit, you know. I mean, yeah, because I mean, if he they kick it there, they go to overtime, and even if they don't get the ball first, you got to get one stop, and all you got to do is get to the forty yard line at yeah. most, and Justin Tucker kick a field goal and win the game. That's what I'm saying. So literally, if, if Ravens fans, if you guys don't make the playoffs, then you can literally look back because I think John Harbaugh at least cost you one win, if not two. In that Steelers game and in the Packers game, uh, because they'll look right, back and blame their injuries, but there's a lot more to blame than just. There's the a lot more to blame. Team. Coaching, I mean, John Harbaugh. Now, what's that? To be fair, like all of his players came up to him, like after they missed. I don't know if you saw the clip, like Mark Andrews and Tyler Henley came up to him. By the way, timeout. Shout out Tyler Henley. That motherfucker played a hell of a game. Like seriously, but he didn't really play very good up until. The Before last four player. minutes, yeah. whenever the Packers stopped playing, which I am so motherfucking tired of teams doing, not even as a betting aspect, it just ruins the game. Play, what is it, 60 minutes of football? Yeah. Play 60 minutes. Don't play 50 minutes of football. I don't care if you're up 20 points. I don't care if you're up three points. Well, playing, 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 uh, 59 minutes of football is what made the Browns lose on lose last night. They played prevent God, defense. Dude. Played prevent defense. Luckily it worked out in our favor. I mean, I I told you I had the Raiders plus three, so I was gonna win regardless. Listen, I don't work on a computer, so I didn't have the time to I know, I know. So I was I was texting Travis. I said, Travis, the Raiders uh, they just announced Baker Mayfield's not playing, Nick Mullins isn't playing, they're starting what's his fucking face. I was like, Raiders are plus three, lock it in now. I literally checked two minutes after I texted him. It moved to plus two. I said, Travis, plus two. Get it now. Checked like three, five minutes for that. It was that even, like an even yeah, line. A pick like em. A pick em. And I said, Travis, get it in now before this moves into the Raiders. I favorite. literally had, I like didn't have time to check my phone. I checked in. I put it in immediately. And I like, they were going to lose by, what was it? One? Two. two. No, because it was, one. it was, yeah, uh, yeah it was 14, 13. Four, I was 14, 13. Yeah. Oh man, I was going to drive my car off the fucking road when I saw that last night. Yeah, so but mad. luckily, that Daniel Carlson is almost as automatic as as it comes these days. Uh, he he has become a very good kicker in the NFL. He is uh, he is this year's Jason Sanders, like yeah, of, of yeah, last year. Yeah. So next year he's going to suck. Yeah, exactly. But anyway, uh, so like playing fifty nine minutes of football, or like you just said, like as soon as the as soon as I saw the Browns playing that prevent defense, I was like. I've seen this before. The Raiders literally did that to the Dolphins in overtime, uh, the game we played them. I was like, I, I've seen this before. I know Derek Carr can chunk the ball down the field. So, to your point, teams got to stop playing this prevent. Let's, I, even the announcer even said it. He's like, you know what they're doing here? They want to keep everything in front of them, don't let everything over their head. What's, but- what's the point of letting up a 50-yard play or touchdown if you're just going to let up five 12-yard plays? There's no difference. Stop doing it. Trust your corners. But nine times out of here, here's my thing about getting beat over the top. Two things have to happen for you to get beat over the top. The corner has to get beat off the line. 
actually through three things. Corner has to get beat off the line and the runner has to run a great route to, to get past the corner. The offensive line has to hold the defensive line long enough and give the quarterback a clean pocket to make a throw. And then three, the quarterback has to make an accurate throw down the field, which I can count probably five quarterbacks maybe that I would trust to make a down-the-field deep throw along the sidelines in the gut of, of a receiver in the NFL if it counts. Patrick Mahomes, Justin Herbert, Josh Allen, Tom Brady, no, I when it counts, him. when it counts, when it counts, Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers. I would count Patrick Mahomes too. That's what I said. I said, I said, Pat Mahomes, Justin Herbert, which is crazy. I'm, I'm including the, that, that guy, that kid throws dots like crazy. Patrick Mahomes, Justin Herbert, Josh Allen, uh, Aaron Rodgers, and Tom Brady. really include Josh Allen. Who else I include Josh Allen? Who else would you include over Josh Allen to make to make a throw down the field over a cornerback's head? So uh, we're talking about a fifty-yard bomb to just drop it in the bucket. Hang on, let me see. Let me look and see. There's nobody. Uh, Derek Carr is the only other one I can think of. But he that no. he said he made so many bad throws. He he almost cost him the game last night when he threw that interception. Um. Yeah, still playing nobody. Yeah. Uh Russell Wilson before this year, before he broke his fucking hand or pinky. Yeah, I get, but like in that five spot, you're like Russell Wilson, Josh Allen. Like that that's pretty much it. The yeah. other four, like it's crazy to put Justin Herbert and in, in that list, but I mean Well, even so even even going back to prevent defense, it's not even just the secondary. The defensive line, like they don't even rush the quarterback. They basically like sit there and wait so that the quarterback doesn't get out of the pocket. Like it, they, they do a shitty job of rushing. So you have all day to throw and there's just gaps all over the, all over the field. Cause they run a fucking like cover four way deep zone defense where you, all you have to do is go sit in the zone and catch the fucking ball. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's just horrible. We got to do just play normal defense, especially when you're th- when you're talking about defenses like the Browns who have held the Raiders to 13 points all game long. Just play your normal defense. I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't either. I don't either. Um, and it, uh, another thing I want to talk about is this Titans-Steelers game uh, at the very end, not just prevent defense. The uh, the pass to – I don't even know who it was that caught it at the very end. Uh, first of all, the ref spotted him way farther than what they should Oh, it's that, it's that guy with, with three names. Uh, he has a high uh, name last name. Uh, Ikine Westbrook. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so they, he, he was about, he was short of the line to gain, but where they put the fucking ball and they run the goddamn chains out there. I still can't believe we're doing this. We talked about this already this week, this year, you, you run 10 yards of fucking chain link across <laughs> the damn field. How do you know where to put it? How do you know if you're like that line of scrimmage guy where exactly to put it in the grass? Oh it's yeah, a matter of literal fucking centimeters. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, in the camera, like I was looking at, it, I was like, that ball is like pretty much touching where the things at. Like, how's that not a first? I think, like, I don't, know, I don't know why they didn't pull out the card because the card <laughs> trick it would have been a first down. I didn't understand, and I just don't. I still can't believe because, like, you think the hashes on the field are a yard apart. Yeah. If the fucking line of scrimmage is in between that yard and you run the ch- the chains out there, you could be two inches off, and that's the matter of a first down or not. No, seriously, yeah, we got we got to start. Uh, that should be the next thing in the NFL this offseason. The rules committee, whoever the fuck it is, is needs to um, start talking about putting chips in the balls. But then you talk about okay, does it affect the throw? Does it affect how you catch so, it? Does it? Affect how you kick it? Me and Ethan actually had, or I actually had it had this idea and I brought it up to Ethan, good friend of the podcast, been on several times on Sunday. And we we're like, instead of putting chips in the balls at you could whatever, if you really want to keep the fucking chain method, you really want to keep it there. You have little minuscule lasers that run across the field exactly there. So like you don't have to bring the chains out or anything. You set the ball down and if it fucking crosses the laser, if the laser touches the ball, it's a first down. 
It's not a bad idea, actually. Yeah, it's not a bad idea. Like, and you don't even have to turn them on all the time. You can turn them on like when you're when, really when you're measuring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you're measuring, yeah. And you you're talking about like putting a laser on the bottom of of the chain. Yeah, or like where you know how they have that like orange strip for first yeah. down right yeah. there. Like right where that thing goes, like a little tiny laser, or like it could be on the end of the orange strip or on the end of the right in the middle of the pole where they measure and just shoots across the field on the ground. That's not a bad idea. No, that's a that's a two drunk brothers and a friend <laughs> patent right there. Uh call your NFL rep, call your NFL representative, <laughs> um, call your state senator, write a letter. I thought it was a genius idea. That is a fucking that is it. Was it was that his idea or was that your idea? That was my idea. I threw all that up. He goes. That's a pretty damn good idea. And he was like, that is he was the one that was like, you don't have to have them on the whole time. That is fucking genius. Cause yeah. that was my whole, I think that's what their big hangup was with like putting a chip in the balls. Like, okay, how's it going to affect the throwing aspect of it? How's it going to affect the, the kicking aspect of it and everything like that? Um, no, that's a good idea. So lasers, fucking freaking laser beams, on laser, beams, laser beams, laser beams, laser beams. I want sharks with laser beams on their head. <laughs> But for real, genius idea. We just fixed the NFL. We yeah, fixed we football. Just did, yeah, no, no big deal. No big deal. I mean, probably like, you don't have to bring them out. That's my whole thing is marching them out there. It's probably gonna be like, like twenty five people listen to this, but you know we just you are not them. sticking the fucking marker in the same spot that it just was on the sideline. You're not hey, doing it. Norfolk State's down too. Shut up! Don't don't. I just looked at it. Don't even talk about it. You just talked about it. Yeah, well, fucking UTSA. We're, our bull picks are just absolute dog poop. Are they getting dog ran right now? By they're down by fourteen. They get the ball back, dude. I I I still bitch about this, but I still continue to use this app, the ESPN app on any slate of football or like basketball where it's big. Just freezes your whole app. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, um. So, uh, let's about the NFL. Um, it's just, it's going to be wild. Come back. Like I said, when we come back, we will be off next week. So we're going to not talk about weeks. This is, we're going to talk about, we're coming up on week 16. We'll miss, wait. We're going to miss two weeks of football. Uh, we'll miss, we'll miss week 16 and week 17. What are we talking? <laughs> what is this week? This is, this is week 15. Yes. No, this is week, this is week 16. Yes, 15. Because there's three more weeks after this week. I think you're wrong. Nope, I am 100% right. There's three more weeks. All right, well. Was I right or was I right? The Dolphins are 7-7. and They had their bye week, so this is is week 15. Week 16 this weekend. There's three. There's three more weeks left. We're going to – we won't be able to talk about week 17 next week. We'll be back for week 18. Yeah, I told you. We're going to be gone for two so weeks. We will talk about week 16, <laughs> but when we come back, we'll have missed two full weeks of action to talk about. We'll talk about week 17 when we get back. Yes, but we won't be here to talk about week 16 <laughs> action next week. No, no, we will not. All right, okay. that was fucking confusing in a half. Um, Just a friendly so- reminder that you guys uh, – me and Jarrett had the chance to go back to back. He had a chance to rematch me in our soupy matchup for the fantasy football championship, and blew it this this year because he was afraid of me. No, I was not. I have the trophy literally in my house downstairs right now. Uh, my team just shit the bed. So if I don't get my fucking name put on that trophy, I swear. <laughs> uh we'll see. I'm That's going to the ship. I'm going to the ship, guys. Wish me luck. Uh, and Jared, oh, 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 Jared's playing for the toilet bowl in our other league. Yeah. But in our league, in our, uh, <laughs> league with belly up and the radio and hinge boys, we're going to be going to the semis. Is that, is it the semis? Yeah. We'll be going to the semis. Yeah. Should, boom. Barely. What? Yeah. We won by five. How we were cruising. The dude had Antonio Gibson, I guess. Whew. And Cooper over- Cup. Ooh, yeah, we won by five. Wow. I, I knew he, I knew he had Cooper Cup, but Jesus Christ! Yeah, oh, I thought those two, they put up fifty points tonight. I thought there was a lot going on. Holy shit! So anyway, we are going to the semis in that one. So hopefully, we were able to bring home a championship for you guys there. Hey, technically, 
I could win every single league I'm in. You could. So anyway, with that being said, <laughs> no one, no one, hey, time out. No one cares about fantasy football league because, but, but people might care. Jared might have to spend twenty four hours in the Waffle House. Yeah, I, I knew I was going when I when I didn't make the playoffs in that league. I might I knew I was going to have to. Um, you missed the playoffs by twenty points, and you could end up ruining your whole Sunday. Yeah, right. It's going to. We will have, but we won't have an episode next week. But we will have plenty, hopefully, of content to share with you guys. We're going to be at Disney. We're going to be in Chattanooga, and we're going to be in Nashville. So, Lucky Land Casino asking people, "What's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky?" Lucky in line at the deli, I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Should be fun. We TikTok, Instagram, Twitter. We're going to try to do it. And we're gonna try to do start doing some more of that stuff. Um, we're gonna drink around the world at Epcot, so that should be nice and fun. That should be nice and fun for sure. Uh, <laughs> that's gonna be nice and boozy. Let's talk about NFL Week 16. We're gonna do pre uh, oh, pre pre Week 16 before we get the COVID updates. Yeah, this is so. This is all with a gigantic asterisk next to it. Um, but let me drag mine to my second screen. I really haven't looked at this, guys, to be to be quite honest with you yet. Uh, but let's take a peek. We got the Thursday night game. Well, we got we have Thursday and Saturday. We have Christmas Day games this year. Uh, Thursday night, you got the Niners, the Titans. These first three games, these all these three games should be phenomenal. Yeah, Niners at Titans. Niners are minus three and a half on the road against the Titans, which is surprising. And the over under is forty four and a half. Um, I don't like the three and a half for the Niners. I'll say that right now. Yeah, I don't like this game a whole lot either. I almost want to lean the over, but I know that the Titans haven't been able to score the ball. They haven't been, and I think that bodes well for the Niners' defense. I almost want to go Niners minus three and a half, but I kind of want the Titans to win the division. Yeah, me too. Uh, I almost want to lean the under here. I think this is going to be a sloppy game. Both teams come off a short week. The Titans coming off a very emotional game, not able to score the ball a lot. Uh, I kind of kind of like the under of 44 and a half here. I know it's kind of low, but uh, it's going to be in Tennessee. It's going to be probably a little bit chill, uh, a little Nashville, a little bit more colder weather than what the Niners are used to. Um, 46 the degrees is what the weather is supposed to be. Okay. They're from, they're from San Francisco. So um, the Niners, Struggle to score the ball at times. I think the Titans actually do have do have a good. Did defense. you hear that? What? Oh, uh, you stopped. I thought you heard this fucking ad blaring in my ear. No. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna lean a unit on the under here in this game. To be honest with you, on Thursday night, I I, I kind of like that. Okay, I can dig it too. Maybe uh, maybe the 49ers if it gets to three or two and a half, which I doubt it does, but I don't hate it. Yeah, Jared jinxed our Norfolk State pick, but that's okay. Are they getting their dicks ran in now? They're down nine now. It's kind of, I seem to cover. Was it seven and a half? Yeah, they won't. It's okay. They'll miss the next shot foul. Miss uh, the next shot foul. Saturday, December twenty fifth, Christmas Day for those of you who celebrate Christmas. Uh, three thirty, three thirty o'clock. You got Browns at Packers. Packers minus seven. Literally don't even know. Over under is forty four. It's almost to the point now where you can't bet on the Packers because they blow every spread that they get. Uh, I know they're eleven and three against the spread. The literally the best team in the NFL. Uh, they didn't cover it last week against the Ravens and Tyler Huntley or whatever the fuck his name is, Lamar Huntley, whatever the fuck his name is. It's uh, Tyler. Tyler. So whatever. Lamar Huntley, you're just combining Lamar Jackson and Tyler Huntley. Oh, sorry. Uh, I don't want to bet this game, and I probably won't bet this game, to be honest with you. I don't like it at all. Uh, now, if this line moves closer to in favor of the Packers, then maybe. And if they're like, hey, Baker Mayfield's going to come back, I don't think that that's going to matter. Um, 
But right tell now, me Baker Mayfield doesn't add at least like a point or two to the Browns. I think it does. Yeah, I, I I don't like this at all right now. If I had to lean one right now, I'd still almost want to lean Browns plus seven. But I, I would think lean. Pack- I would almost want to lean the over. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty low under. Uh, I would too. For the I would too. For the for a Packers game, I mean, there were sixty-one yeah. points scored on Sunday, so in their game, there yeah, I'll lean, I'll lean the over here in, in Browns Packers for sure. All right, uh, night game. This has big implications for really both teams. Seven fifteen. Colts Cardinals. Cardinals are one point favorites. Yes, they are. I don't know. Um, I'm actually, I, you know what? I think this is a game where the Colts have, have won a lot of games in a row and they've been hot. I like the Cardinals to bounce back here. They lost two in a row now. Um, it's kind of what I was thinking. Yeah. I'll, I, I, I like the Cardinals bounce, bounce back. I mean, this is should pick them at minus one. So I'm going to, I'm going to lean the Cardinals here. Same. I like it. All right. Uh, so Sunday looking at the Sunday slate. Um, I like the. I think the Bills are my are my upset of the week. That's not bad. Bills plus one fifteen against at, uh, on on the road in Foxborough against the Pats. I just find it very tough for the Pats to beat the Bills twice. They went in the Buffalo, beat them in their house. Um, I just don't see it happening. So I I do like the Bills to win outright. The spread's two and a half. So at that point, you might as well take money line. Money line's plus one fifteen. So I'm gonna do I'm gonna do the Bills as my upset of the week this week. All right, I don't mind it. My upset of the week. I'm gonna take the Broncos. It's pretty much pick them. Vegas is one point favorite. Talked about uh, the Broncos a little bit earlier. I think Drew Locke adds a little bit of. A little bit of extra, like flair to the team. He he, had, he provides that big play, and the Raiders struggled against the Browns' defense, and the Broncos' defense is also pretty solid. Uh, so I'll take the Browns or the right. Broncos. Broncos at pretty much like you said, even money plus one hundred. Um, so that's Travis's upset of the week. Looking at the rest of the slate, uh, not really in love with a ton. But I will give you my lock of the week, and it's going to be Rams minus three against the Vikings. Okay. I can dig it. Um, I don't even know if I should give a lock because I suck at everything. I'll, I'm going to go Chiefs minus eight and a half against the Steelers. It's actually minus seven and a half on DraftKings right now. So even better. That's my that was my that was my second option there. I think the Chiefs are playing good football right now. The Steelers are not. Uh, so yeah, I, I like both those. I like Rams minus three and Chiefs minus seven and a half. Chiefs are at home, which is big. Uh, Rams being on the roads, what scares me a little bit, but the Vikings are just aren't the same caliber of team as as the Rams are. And minus three is basically to win. Um, look at that Monday night game, Travis. What do you think about that spread? Dolphins, Saints. Saints are three point favorites at home. Over-under is 39 and a half. Um, 38 and a half. Yeah. That's what I'm seeing. That's fucking low. Dolphins are plus yeah, three, but... and it's even money on DraftKings. Yeah, but the Saints just let a, just held the Bucks to zero points. So, so? I don't know. I think that – They're also missing half their team, so – that's true. I find I mean, I, I we're obviously rooting for the Dolphins, but I can after what they just did, I think it's going to be a little tough for them to move the ball down the field. Yeah, but then on the other side of the ball, I think it's going to be tough for the for the Saints to score. Dolphins are playing good defense, and they literally put up nine points against a Bucks defense that has been getting roasted all year long. So, which is which is why we bet the. Guys, we bet the over of forty whatever and a half that game, and the fucking they scored nine points. So uh, that just tells you anything about our gambling right now. And tonight's not any better, so uh, it's pretty fucking terrible. 
pretty awful. Jared, yeah. Jared, uh, told you about that Norfolk game. Went fourteen to two run to end the game. Yeah, it's gonna uh, be a pretty tough night. Pretty tough night as usual, but those were NFL picks, and that's all I have. Those are NFL picks. So um, we're gonna wrap it up here. We're gonna do a little bit of a of a, of a um, Christmas is coming up. We're gonna do a little bit of a Christmas movie draft, is what I'm gonna call it. So Travis and I go back and forth. We're gonna pick five Christmas movies. Once one gets picked, another one can't be picked. So we'll see how everyone goes. Travis, since you're youngest, I'll give you the honors. You get to pick your first Christmas movie. We'll do five. My own suicide tape after what Norfolk just did to me. What? My own suicide tape. Eh, who cares? After Norfolk just did. Um, I'm going to go with uh, Christmas Vacation. Christmas Vacation. I knew that was, that was heading that way. I That's what there is. Am I, I am going to go with the OG Home Alone. So home, the first Home Alone. All right. Uh, I'm going to take the Grinch. Jim Carrey or the, the the animated version with Benedict Cumberbatch? The, the animated version is really good. I will give it that, but I'm going to take the OG. The Jim Carrey version. So Travis has got Christmas, Christmas Vacation and uh, The Grinch. I have Home Alone. My second one is going to be another good one. It's going to be The Santa Claus. Very underrated movie. Tim Allen, baby. <sighs> Tim Allen drives me fucking insane. <laughs> I don't know what it is, but he just drives me bananas. Um, but I don't mind it. Mine, very, very, very underrated. Jingle All the Way. Jingle All the Way is a very underrated movie. I knew that one was coming. Knew that one was Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah. Bad word. Uh, <laughs> great. Great movie. Um, and then uh, my third one is going to be... I'm thinking. Thinking of all the Christmas movies I've seen, we've we've picked Die a lot Hard? of good ones. I'm gonna I'm gonna take both. <laughs> I'm gonna take two Home Alones. I'm gonna take Home Alone Two: Lost in New York. Okay, as long as you don't pick Home Alone Three, we're good. No, Home Alone Three is garbage. So, all right, don't mind it. Uh, my fourth one, you might dog me for this, but I really like it. Especially feeling the mood, nice cup of hot chocolate, and really cold outside. I'm gonna take the Polar Express. Oof, I hate the Polar Express. Uh, so Travis got Christmas Vacation. He's got what was the other one? Uh, it was Christmas Vacation, um, The Grinch, Jingle All the Way, Polar Express. Mine is Home Alone. What was my second one? Santa Claus, Santa Claus, and Home Alone 2. My fourth one is going to be. An underrated movie that not a lot of people have probably seen, but it's hilarious. It's got the late, great um, James Gandolfini in it. It is Surviving Christmas. So it's James Gandolfini, um, Ben Affleck, Christina Applegate, Catherine O'Hara. A lot of classic actors in it. Pretty funny movie. If you haven't seen it, go check it out. It's a raunchy-ass comedy for, for a Christmas movie. So, yeah. I like it. I like it a lot. Um there's a lot of good ones that not like that are like really, really great, but some that, you know, just missed my list. My fifth one, a little controversial. I don't know. I think it's really fucking funny. And I like it. Uh, Four Christmases. Four Christmases is a good With one. With Vince Vaughn, Reese Witherspoon, fucking got Tim McGraw in it. It's hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. That is, uh, <laughs> that is a good one. Travis, I'm, I'm disappointed in you. Why? What did I my, miss? Fifth, my fifth one's Bad Santa. <laughs> I missed it. Dude, there's just so many. There is a lot. There is a lot. So Travis's five. Chris Vacation, first pick. Great pick. That's that's the consensus number one overall. Then you had um I'm forgetting them all. Then I had the Grinch. The Grinch. Then I had Jingle All the Way. Then Polar Express, because I had to throw in a little animated one. And then I had Four Christmases. All right. And I had uh, Home Alone. I had uh, Santa Claus, Home Alone 2, Surviving Christmas, and Bad Santa. I had two so, rocks to close it out. There, there's, there's, some, there's some honorable mentions in there. 
Uh, Christmas with the Cranks is a good one. Yeah. I think that's pretty solid. Honestly, two that are on uh, Netflix that you could probably go watch. I just watched one the other night. Uh, Office Christmas Party. Fucking hilarious. I've never seen, ever that seen it. No. Dude, you got to go watch it. It's on Netflix right now. Uh, it's got TJ Miller in it, who obviously hilarious. Uh, go watch Office Christmas Party. And then there's another one with Emma Roberts in it. It might be a little bit more. It's more of a rom-com, rom-com holiday. Yeah, I watched that one last year. That one's pretty decent. Um, Noel on Disney Plus that came out last year is good with Anna Kendrick and Bill Hader, uh, where Anna Kendrick is like wants to be Santa Claus, but she's a girl. And then my other my other honorable mention is going to be um, where's it at? I just saw it on here. I had to, uh, the the Christmas Chronicles. It's um, Kurt Russell and Goldie Hawn play Mister and Mrs. Claus. They're on uh, Netflix. Another one, The Night Before. With Seth Rogen and Anthony Mackie and uh, uh, I can't remember the other guy's name, but that one's funny too. It's funny that they they consider the movie Why Him a Christmas movie. Yeah, it's not a Christmas movie. Not not (laughs) my. It's around the holidays. Um, We didn't include a Christmas story in my popular, my unpopular opinion. I think that's a little overrated movie. I, I watched it a few times. I can't watch it every year. No, that when they play it like nonstop, twenty four seven on uh, that one channel on Christmas Day, I'm like, all right, this is enough of that. No, I'm not a huge fan of it. It is a classic. It's not on my list, but there you have it. Two Drum Brothers Top Christmas. We hope you and your family have a very Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Stay safe. Stay humble. Um, hopefully, your gambling goes a lot better than ours has the last the last really week and a half. It's been terrible, um, but stay with us. We'll get back to it. Um, we'll see you guys in the new year and take it easy. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner.